Blast, the Drive Time News Blast. 30 minutes, 45 commercial-free minutes for patrons. Jam-packed with news of the day from a perspective of truth, liberty, and justice. This is Monica Perez. And I'm Brad Binkley. Our top story, Pennsylvania and Nevada certify results Biden despite Trump legal challenges. That is the breaking news. And as a result of that kind of news, I think Michigan was yesterday, the chick we highlighted, Emily Murphy, the General Services Administration Administration Director, wrote a letter to Biden saying it was pretty funny, actually. Well, I mean, it wasn't funny. It was a little bit informal, to be honest. But what she wrote was that she was she was releasing the funds that he was entitled to in the event. She actually wrote in the event there is a presidential transition and that she there are no clear rules on how to do that, but that she was looking at previous contested elections or disputed elections and Uh, Because of recent events, and I think it was probably the Michigan certification and other legal challenges having been resolved, she said it was reasonable for her, consistent for her to do this. Then I'm reading, so I'm reading the USA Today. It says, uh, Emily Murphy announces, uh, clears the way for President elect Biden's transition. And it says the announcement from Emily Murphy marked a formal recognition by President Donald Trump's administration that Biden won the November 3rd election. And she expressly said, I I mean, like over and over again, I'm not saying you won. It's not my job to say you won. I just have to follow some rules before I give you this money. Do not misconstrue this as thinking that I'm saying you won. Yeah, it's they just blatantly lie about everything. It's as though it's they're trying to lie. It seems like they want us to recognize them lying. We see these calls from CNN and MSNBC. Don't go home for Thanksgiving. Stay away from your family. Whatever you do, don't go for home, home for Thanksgiving. Stay where you are and go have unprotected sex with other Biden supporters in the street. <laughs> it's just it's just it. It's absurd. The level of hypocrisy and contradiction that's being thrown in our face in the news. Well, I have been noticing the same thing. It's to the point where uh, what I want to talk about tonight on the we're going to do a Rockfin live stream is this like really shocking thing that a um, biotech company president said about the COVID test. His company makes COVID tests. He tells us this whole thing about mass social distancing is really shocking. And then it's debunked by Snopes. Not even like the what he said or his own credentials were impeccable. What they debunked was some made up stuff like he's not the head of the Royal Medical Institute, like some people are saying. And it's just they literally it's like yesterday's. I don't know if you remember this from yesterday where this was a really funny one. It was the the what you thought was a parody about the JFK assassination being debunked. (laughs) Remember that? Yeah. It said, so it's just, I mean, they literally make stuff up to debunk it. This was what it said. This was, I think, the Daily Beast. It said, most conspiracy theories surrounding President John F. Kennedy's assassination have been disproven. Kennedy was not killed by a gas-powered device triggered by aliens or by actor Woody Harrelson's dad. As though that is what people were <laughs> arguing. As though yeah. that's what all the QAnon people think happened to JFK. And if you don't agree with the JFK official story... You believe this crazy story. But it's funny. Somebody pointed out probably at uh, I shouldn't say that because if it wasn't, then I'll insult somebody. But that it says most most conspiracy theories. Uh, And. Obviously, that means that some 
were that that some have not. Oh, yeah, it was uh, nomadic everyman. He said, you notice it says most have been debunked. So some of them have not been debunked. Those are the real ones. I just feel like the 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 truther websites that or the ones that say that they're going to give you truth are the are, are the ones with the biggest lies. But anyway, that's the world we live in right now. And they're trying to demonize these alternative websites. They're trying to make people afraid to even go look at them. Case in point, Randy Quaid is trending on Twitter right now. And Cousin Eddie, both those terms are trending on Twitter because Trump retweeted something that he tweeted earlier. Randy Quaid earlier tweeted, time to make OAN and Newsmax rich. Fox is dead to me. Trump retweeted that. And that goes right in with what Reliable sources on CNN, Brian Stelter, are trying to promote that there's this breakaway civilization almost of media with OAN and Newsmax and their uh, their crazy right wing parlor, their QAnon. There's conspiracy theories where all these crazy people who are standing in the way of us returning to normalcy are going to get their news. We must stop them. We must get rid of them. That is the sentiment I get from CNN. And they brought in some new terms, Stelter did. Uh, COVID rejectionism, COVID skepticism, election denialism. And he said that anybody Election who, denialism? Yeah, anybody who partakes <laughs> in election denialism. That's so denialism, annoying because it's not over yet. And right. she even says that Emily Murphy said in her letter they, that the electors certify the election in December. And that, that's what we're waiting for. Well, it's just like it's very clear what the process is, at least that's and that's not even the as far as Garland was saying, that's not even the end of the process. Well, you if can you still follow the process, recounts. you are crazy and you go to parlor and you go to Newsmax and you're queuing on and you should just go to hell is the sentiment you get from the media. Here's what Stelter said. What do election denialism and COVID skepticism have in common? They Q. reject math. They reject all science and they reject all data. So wait, re- read that again. What do election denialism and COVID skepticism have in common? They reject, they reject math. They reject all science and all data. Okay. This was what they were discussing on CNN. Exactly what I'm talking about. The election stuff is a a math question that is contingent on certifying or verifying certain facts. And the same thing with the COVID stuff. I mean, the more you dig in, the more you see that the studies just aren't there, which is why the stuff moves around so much, because there is no written in stone science about it. Absolutely. But they don't want people to even look at that. They want people never looking at the actual content and the actual data. They want them trusting the check marks and the the white lab coats that you see on CNN and MSNBC. And this is what the Axios CEO, Axios, who would be in that favorable group who's allowed to report things, told Brian Stelter. He said, I legitimately fear now that we're going to have a decoupling with not just like two Americas in quotation marks, but you're literally going to have two Americas where half the country gives up on a lot of the work that we do, talking about the media, that we do, and even starts to create its own social media and communication ecosystem that is much more sort of safe and soothing because it's people who share their views, and that's dangerous. Oh, he's he's telling us that we should be afraid for the potential of an echo chamber. 
What's up, guys? With such uncertainty in the world right now, the best way to have true security is by growing your own food. And Neighbors Feed and Seed in Smyrna, Georgia, they got you covered. They offer garden supplies, vegetable plants, chicken feed, bird feed, farm supply, everything your garden or farm needs. They even host a farmer's market on Saturdays from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. And right now, for Propaganda Report listeners only, they're offering 10% off of all online purchases at NeighborsFeedAndSeed.com. Just type in coupon code PROP, P-R-O-P, all caps, upon checkout. And if you have any questions, give them a call at 678 653-8838. Y'all show neighbors some love over the holidays. What a fantastic time to give a Christmas present that is actually useful, especially in our times right now. Yes, an echo chamber, and they're very clear where that echo chamber is. And back to what I started with, we're seeing that with the retweet of Randy Quaid. I like Randy Quaid a lot. Now he's being used again to demonize OAN News and... Newsmax, and this is what they led to out of this conversation on CNN, that it's dangerous that people are going to get this, spread this disinformation on these networks and get in these echo chambers. They want to eliminate that point of view. It, that is when I start getting suspicious about, well, I mean, I'm always, I've always been suspicious from the beginning because Q just made the scene out of nowhere. That does not happen. Trust me, that does not happen. And uh, so I feel like that is all like, it's all like a taint agent. Q is a taint agent. But I want to go back to what this guy was saying about two Americas and decoupling. I... I, I don't understand why. Well, I mean, I hate to play into anybody's hands if this is what they really want me to conclude, but I don't think there's anything wrong with two Americas. There's look, we cannot the some places in this country absolutely do not want to live under the looser federalism that is in the Constitution. The Constitution isn't loose enough, if you ask me, but they won't even accept New York and L.A. don't want the Constitution. So why not just let there be the U.S. and then let L.A. and New York be like Pakistan and Bangladesh and just separate. There there should be two Americas. It makes absolutely no sense that all these people get together and have to and are trying to force the rest of the people who don't even live anywhere near them into a system that they don't want. It makes no sense. And I will say, yeah, it makes okay. sense when we think about it from the perspective of the World Economic Forum and the Council on Foreign Relations, the clips that we've been playing on Rockfin, where they talk about the thing standing in the way of their one world what, civil government or whatever it is, the way that they, they framed it, the globalist utopia, is the anti-globalist sentiment that comes from the 70 million people who voted for Trump and the people who did not vote for Biden that is represented in America. And this is echoed through all of the CNN stuff, through the Randy Quaid stuff, that OAN News, that Newsmax, that Parler, that this is where all these people with anti-globalist sentiment live and participate in America. And so this is not only the threat to the other America that CNN thinks they represent, it's also a threat to these globalists. So it's this uniting of the world against people on Parler. To simplify. <laughs> That's a really, really good point, because in actual fact, and all the people who are protesting for whatever it is they think they're protesting for complete puppets have no idea but what's really going on what Cuomo and Newsom are doing and everybody who works from those blue population centers to suppress the rest of the country you're 100% right that it is all about using the the nation state 
to subdue all of its members. And, and I mean, that kind of geographically, it's like a geographic pyramid so that it goes up to the globalists, but how the globalists aren't going to come in and subdue Montana. Right. You know, so they're just like, okay, this is your area. You need to like whip those people into shape. That's your job. Yeah. And that does kind of explain more because the natural answer they couldn't help but having to give it voice every once in a while. The natural answer for California when they hated Trump so much they just couldn't see straight was to secede. I mean, they are a completely viable standalone economic and geographic and everything. They could they have food, they have everything. They have entertainment. They could just spin off and and no one ever thinks of that. What they think about is bringing in UN peacekeepers to Texas or wherever. Texas is is crashing fast. Too. Absolutely. Another headline that just popped up that fuels right into this. This is from the Atlantic which we talked about yesterday. <sighs> Right-wing social media finalizes its divorce from reality. Fox News acknowledges Trump's loss. Facebook and Twitter crack down on election lies, but true believers can get their misinformation elsewhere. It's all about eliminating the elsewhere. Oh, wow. That is so effed up. It's so crazy. And you know what's amazing? This is what's really amazing about it. Is that we see it like it's so obvious and we get emails and stuff where people say like until you talk and my sister calls it think like Monica TLM like you just you know you you just show people what this stuff is and once you get in the habit once the scales come off your eyes you can't see it any other way like I actually wonder at a certain point after everybody can just do it themselves how much value we're going to add but we actually find all the stories so people don't have to actually suffer the awful news but What's amazing is that when you agree with it, when you agree with the BS headline, you can't see what crap it is. You know, like so many people have no integrity when it comes to propaganda. They just they only see it as propaganda when it says something they don't agree with. There's a term about that and it slips my mind right now. But the the term, what it means is that. The first thing that you, the first understanding that you have of a hammer, that first impression of how to use a hammer, it's hard to come up with other ways to use that tool because the first thing that's been imprinted on your mind is that you use it as a hammer. Whereas if you never were told that specific way of using it, you might have come up with other ways of using it first before using it as a hammer is known to be used. How does that relate to only seeing? The propaganda as propaganda when it disagrees. When you see a headline and it leaves that first impression of the meaning of the story on your mind, it prevents you from discovering a deeper meaning that you might have recognized had that first meaning not been imprinted on your brain through the headline. All right. I'll I'll accept that. I just I feel like I I just what I'm I think maybe uh, maybe it's the same and I'm not getting it. But I just I feel like when they say. Oh, Emily Murphy looks in the mirror and thinks she's a good person because that's what evil people do. That was yesterday's The Atlantic. Yeah. yeah. Now, if if you were like a normal, rational, objective person, you would look at that and say, this is not journalism. You would say this is not journalism. Yeah. Right. But if you're super intellectual, liberal, rich lawyer reading The Atlantic, which is like my stereotype of who is reading it, probably not anymore because it's getting ridiculous. But they're going to read that and say, it's so true. You know, it's like, yeah, but this isn't journalism. Like, why are you not seeing this for just hate propaganda like it is? And and if they saw the same thing, 
like uh, directed against them against whatever that like New York Times editor chick like people freaked out when she was absolutely wrong it's a long time ago I forget her name but Kathleen Sullivan maybe I don't know no that wasn't her name anyway but they they completely bristle when those same tactics are used against them and they see it for what it is yellow journalism and um you know that you're just attack sexism you know weightism they're just shaming her and but when it strikes it towards them they can't even see it it's all about the hate do you love freedom does the daily news leave you shaking your head does mindless conformity give you the heebie-jeebies are you surrounded by people who just don't get it are you right now wearing clothes you over there yes you do you like cool clothes well meet the rye guys makers of fun freedom-loving t-shirts and more quality products for independent thinkers and other such troublemakers we make each of our handcrafted tees with equal parts satire mischief and rye social commentary put on one of our tees and you'll meet kindred spirits Share a laugh and enjoy great conversation. Take off one of our tees and, well, we're not here to judge you. We support liberty, peace, and voluntary solutions to societal ills. And you have our word, our products are never tested on animals other than sacred cows. So stop by today at www.ryguys.com. That's W-R-Y-G-U-Y-S dot com. Ryguys.com. The Rye Guys. A rye wit for today's sh- and the Rye Guys give 10% off to Propaganda Report listeners using the discount code PROP10. It's all about that hate. And they keep people emotionally charged up with hate. And that blinds them. And they don't. you just don't care. When you're mad and you hate something so, so bad, you don't care. Deep down intellectually, you might know that it, it doesn't make sense logically. But you're just so fired up. It's just like Georgia Tech versus Georgia football. I hate UGA. There's nothing <laughs> rational about my hate of UGA. And I know that. But I still want them to lose because I know Tech can't beat them. So I want other teams to beat them. And if I sat down and had an intellectual con, I'd say, I know this doesn't make any sense. But gosh, do I hate UGA. It's the same thing with Trump. They use this tribalist. They see how well it works in the sporting arena. And they just apply it to politics. That's true. And I was thinking today, I wonder if they brought sports back just so that they could have a COVID list, <laughs> like constantly reading off names of people. Have you ever yeah. listened to the sports cast on Fox? Like it's when, the COVID cast. That's all it is. It's like the injured list. It's the COVID list. And they get to give you names of people who have it as if you know them. You know how you think you know people? Like that's why Tom Hanks did it. It's like people think they know someone who has it. Yeah. But they don't. I yeah. don't know what's going on. And left and exactly. right, there's games getting canceled in college football. Tech hasn't played in three weeks, which is good because they had lost in three weeks. But they were supposed to play, but their games got canceled. And each week, there's more games canceled. I think Trump pranked Biden, like Biden supposedly pranked Stacey Abrams today. Do you remember when everyone was like, oh, my gosh, Stacey Abrams was waiting to be asked to be VP and yeah. Biden didn't, whatever. Yeah. I, I think that was an act. But... But today, everybody is waiting because so Pennsylvania, I think, certified for Biden for Biden and Nevada. And yesterday was Michigan. So we know that that doesn't mean that it's been resolved. It's just that they certified it. It could still be overturned. But they today was just like, oh, my gosh, the president's going to speak. The president's going to speak. We don't know what he's going to say. The president's going to speak. Is he going to concede is what they're wondering? That's what they're saying. And then. He it's it was like 45 seconds and he said, I just want to congratulate. And then it's just like, what? (laughs) Everyone for hitting 30,000 in the stock market. 
And then he went on to like thank everybody as if that's like a legitimate goal of government. But you just I mean, hear all of the journalists in the galley just just because oh, they were really hoping that he was yes, just going to concede yes, that he would concede. So but I was also thinking talking about decoupling, like the fact that the stock market has now hit higher than it was before we stopped producing for a year. I mean, I just it's hard to get my mind around that. And the only thing I can think I could probably find the answer to the one question, which is, is this purely a reflection of traditional industries receding, but forward looking industries like Amazon or whatever, hyper accelerating that they are unleashed now. And that that is why the Dow like so the components of it didn't like every single stock in the Dow did not go up the same amount. It could be that the ones that went fast outpaced the ones that went backwards. But or it's possible that the stock market, even though it looked very heady, was being held back by expectations of the 2008 can kicking crisis that we all expected with insanely low interest rates. I guess it's in a way that in that they're everybody always said or anybody who knew anything like they'll never be able to not have basically zero interest rates, which means that the Fed no longer has any ability to soften the, you know, whatever, soften the landing of a, an economic cycle, that kind of thing. And now they kind of have admitted or got a new um, lease on life to say that they can have zero interest rates forever. So. I, I mean, I, I guess that they just, you know, I just I'm wondering if this is going to crash. Is this how this could possibly be true? So anybody who wants to comment with that would be helpful. Today's rally, I think, was a reflection of Biden choosing Janet Yellen for Treasury Secretary. She was the first woman head of the Fed. She's the first woman Treasury Secretary. Uh, I guess she started tightening like a little bit, but. You know, it's hard to say what that means. I mean, these are just people who print money. They just print money. They get, they figure out ways to get money into the hands of the people. That's part of what all this debt is for. Government deficit spending is just to give the, the Fed a way to inject money into the system. And if people won't borrow it, the government will borrow it for them and just send them checks. They don't even want it. They'll send them checks and they'll just, they, they, people think that somebody else is going to pay the bill. And probably that's true. (laughs) So, but it's just, it's very weird to me that the stock market doesn't stop going up. I mean, I just, I don't understand how the vaccine is that. Is that enough to give it the the bump that the, the vaccine is? Well, that's the news that makes it change direction. But I mean, think about it. So say it's like a proxy, but it's not. But a proxy for economic activity. There hasn't been any economic activity. Are people going to consume twice as much next year? I mean, I just don't understand why. Do you think the economy is in better shape than it was a year ago? I don't know. I mean, I can't imagine... Although, while everybody's been locked down, all those rich companies, the Amazons of the world, the Walmarts of the world, they've only benefited. They've only profited. So maybe their share of the economy has improved so much that it's lifted the overall economy up overall. That, that's that's kind of what I'm thinking, but I just, I mean, I'd like to see an analysis of it. You know, Byron probably has the answer. We'll Jeff see. Bezos has been, I mean, this is the best thing that ever happened to him. 
Well, Byron did send me an email like a month ago saying, so they were starting to say that France was going to shut down again. And he said they're closing down. Well, he didn't say it, but he gave me the impression that there was a possibility they were just shutting down French retail. And I noticed an article that at the same time, Amazon was building all sorts of warehouses in Europe. That They may have been harder for them to break in there the way they did here, but this will do it. I mean, I, I don't know where Amazon is, but it just keeps se- seeming better. It's for everywhere. It's, 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 uh, it's I mean, everywhere. I mean, the stock prices. Yeah. That there's been rallies and protests, anti-shutdown protests, anti-lockdown protests going on around the world. And what I worry about is that they talk in those economic, those world economic forums, Great Reset, Council on Foreign Relations, that the problem of quote Trumpism or that that sentiment, that anti-globalist sentiment we were talking about earlier, isn't just in America. It has spread. It has it has infected the planet, so to speak. And with these protests emerging. It's like identifiers in other countries. It's like, see, there they are there. There they are there. And here they are here. Now, what are we going to do about these Nazis? Now, I don't have to tell you or anyone listening that the news is biased. All news is biased. Whether intentional or unintentional, there's always at least some level of bias in the news that we consume. And this bias does impact how we see the world. Fortunately, Ground News is making it a lot easier for us to quickly recognize this bias. Ground News is a new app that provides readers with objective data about the underlying political bias in all published news stories. It's the first ever news comparison platform. Here's how it works. Ground News collects data from over 50,000 news sources and runs a real-time media bias tracking. Then, the coverage bias rating is visually shown alongside the story. For every story that you read, you can compare how reporting differs across sources with different political biases and see if the coverage of the story skews more to the left or more to the right. Now, Ground News represents a larger movement of people who are fed up with traditional, highly politicized news. No one wants to be spoon-fed ideas or subtly influenced in covert ways. What Ground News does is gives the power to the people so that you can make up your own mind. If you want to learn more and try out Ground News for yourself, and I highly recommend that you do, head on over to ground.news slash prop. That's ground.news slash prop and enter the code prop that's spelled P-R-O-P in all caps to get one month free of Ground News Pro. And as an exclusive limited time offer, listeners of the Propaganda Report will get 20% off Ground News premium membership. So what are you waiting for? Get on over to ground.news slash prop and start judging the truth for yourself today. Obviously, I don't think that the people are Nazis like that, but that seems to me the way that there's a Naziification almost of trying to make this group of people seem like the evil people of the oh, world. Oh, absolutely. And the, what's really funny about it is that the, I was reading articles about the Germans who are, and I knew this was true from the beginning, the Germans who are against all this are the anti-Nazi, you know, the liberals yeah. who are afraid, liberals with like meaning liberty who are afraid of Nazi stuff coming back. That's why Germany tends to have laws that kind of make it a little more difficult for this kind of thing to come down on them. But somebody sent me a little video. I, I, I could, you know, I didn't verify it for sure, but it was supposedly an anti-lockdown protest in Germany where they were hitting them with the fire hoses. Really? Just like oh, they were yeah. doing in Hong Kong a while back. Mm-hmm. This is getting crazy around the world. Out of hand. And th- that stuff on the vaccinations, I'm still reeling about it. It looks to me 
like their two RNA vaccinations, which are more expensive and require freezing, are going to be rolled out in real time. I cannot find a general peer-reviewed study of those. So please, if anyone's seen that, I would like to see it. And then the AstraZeneca one, three or four bucks. It doesn't require freezing. They're giving it away without profit. That one... Not only is the safety trial done not against a saline placebo, but against a meningitis vaccine. So all they're saying is that it's it's as safe as a meningitis vaccine, which may which was rumored to have contributed to the Italy outbreak at the beginning of the year. Anyway, a, a massive meningitis vaccine um, push, and then all those people were sick. It may have been a coincidence. I don't know. But, Here in Georgia, related yeah. to that, Brian Kemp has a press conference. It might be going on right now. It's going. It's going to happen at some point today, where he he teased the vaccine distribution conversation. Dude, the, Trump put the military in charge of that. Yeah. People are getting I mean, tested left a- and right, too. There's an, like A couple of friends of mine started talking about going to get tested and asking their buddy, you want to go get tested with me? And there's this message being put out. We need to go get tested, which is going to turn up more positive tests, which is going to create a higher demand for the vaccine. Right. Well, I, I do think that they're conducting simultaneous trials, not not because of the vaccine, but because this is... This RNA and DNA technology has wide, wide applications. Yeah, it does. So this is really not about vaccinations at all. But I am, I am really concerned that a they do they just trigger your body to. They're supposed to just trigger your body to create antibodies, and I wor- I worry that. If you can trigger the body to create antibodies against something that your body itself has created, then does do those antibodies stop at just the thing that you created? Because what you created was created out of things that were in your body already. Like that new complicated molecule just came from proteins that were already in your body. So, you know, if you're training your body to think that that particular protein is an antigen, then, you know, I was just reading an article about dog vaccinations, hat tip to JJ, UK JJ, that said that's exactly what happens. They get these autoimmune responses, and that's what the, what the myelitis is from so many of the conventional vaccines. Your body attacks its own stuff, and its own stuff, you know, that's when you start losing um, your, like, that's when those mild paralysis and stuff sets in, is that the myelination is attacked. It's not good. And, and I don't think it should be used as an, in a trial. But anyone who finds the peer-reviewed studies, I'd like to see them. I'm sure they'll come out after well, that's distributed them to the public. I believe I read that in, in one of the, like, crappy mainstream media news articles that... I mean, that's why I was like, oh, that could be why I'm not finding it, you know, but I don't want to just repeat something from CBS or whatever, because it's all full of bull anyway. Yeah. I said it yesterday. I've said it before. This feels like a nationwide clinical trial where the participants worldwide, we're worldwide. No, the yeah, two groups, the two groups are poor countries and rich countries. And what goals me goals me about it is every other word in that World Economic Forum stuff, every other damn word, Rockefeller Foundation too, Gates all they talk about is they want equity. This is all about lifting the poor up. This is all about equity, 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 right? And yeah. what are they this whole thing is they're literally going to end up giving billions, the, the lower income billions of people, a DNA editing <laughs> uh, um, 
injection that teaches your DNA how to create a pathogenic uh, protein. And I just, I just do not see how it's equitable to take the one that's scarier and give it to the poor people. And that's exactly what they're doing. Maybe we're at the dawn of the age of the superhuman. Oh, right. They say that there's two more decoupling. They do. Isn't that what the singularity is? Like there's some people who are going to get to tra- ascend. Because and transhumanism people- and become yeah. more than a human. Perhaps. Right. But that's not for everybody. Yeah, maybe it's for the people whose DNA happens <gasps> to click with this RNA oh thing. Maybe gosh. they're drawing out the people who are going to No, that's effed up. No, seriously, like you're li- literally altering the DNA of the people who get. Now, I'm not saying it's gamete DNA. I'm not saying it can pass down. So I have absolutely no idea. But you are literally altering the DNA of half of the world or however many of the people AstraZeneca was. Yeah, I'm half being sarcastic with Dawn of the Days of the Superhuman, but there will be some side effects that are absolutely unexpected that we're going to hear about. Uh, look into the research that's being done at Walter Reed Hospital. They're, the guy who gave a baby three parents went and worked at Walter Reed. I mean, the potential for the super soldier is, you know, there. And there has been research for decades, experimentation, experimentation for decades to try and create the super soldier, especially in China. But I'm sure here as well. So. I would think so. What you got for is us in the Patreon 15? It's Share the Show Tuesday. It is, yeah. Share the show. Oh, this is what I'm curious about. When people share the show, do I wonder you've got one reaction, right? Which we people tell us like, love the show. That's great. So glad that we got turned on to this, whatever. I wonder what the other reaction is. I wonder what people find like to, you know, they can't handle it or they don't think it's true. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think that some the, the ones who just think that we like Trump get mad at us and they right if we don't what agree the, with the left they'll th- what, what about like, the people who think we hate trump the people who think we hate trump also will not like it they will also <laughs> leave yeah so you think the number one problem is that people who are stuck in the two-party psyop can't that most that many people are stuck in that. That's the number one problem. Okay. Yeah, we got a great that. review. You can't from, change that. We got a great huh? review from Stella that I can't find. I'll have to read it tomorrow. Gosh, her art. I can't believe her. That cartoon she did of you is so fantastic. And it yeah. got suppressed on what? Facebook? On Instagram, I believe. Because you threatened to kill cockroaches. <laughs> Well, I was trying to reason with the cockroaches to I say know, it doesn't have to be genocide if we just could just <laughs> communicate with each other. It was so great. I love that. I hope you, you're going to have to frame that. Oh, yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna print it out yeah, and frame it. Definitely. It's fantastic. fantastic. You guys can find your Drive Time News Blast every weekday afternoon at thepropreport.com or your favorite podcasting platform at the Propaganda Report podcast feed. If you want access to that extra content that we post every time we post a DMB, go to patreon.com slash propaganda report, become a patron. Also, check us out on rockfin.com where we do video deep dive podcast and we'll be live streaming this evening. We will talk to you all tomorrow or in the Patreon 15.